0: what up y'all on this episode we got the homie and stand-up comic Iggy Samaniego and his friend and attorney Cam Nichols the episode is mostly revolving around Iggy Uh, we were supposed to make this happen a while back and we finally made it happen Uh, he's a hilarious comic he's been doing it for a while but on the episode we talk about his past a lot Uh, you know back when he used to be in a gang when he was a teenager and all the crazy shit that came with that lifestyle and also what it took to get out of that lifestyle. He talks about what inspired him to get into comedy. So just a lot of funny stories and crazy stories. We also talk about some of the work he's done with community outreach and just kind of speaking to uh, at-risk youth and uh, different projects he's got going on. And uh, his friend, attorney Cam Nichols, She chimes in from time to time and uh, mostly towards the end because uh, the reason she's on the show is because they are actually uh, kind of talking about a podcast that they're about to launch. Okay, so that's uh, really dope. So you have this person that's had this crazy past and then, of course, the attorney. So we'll get into more detail on the podcast. So just make sure you listen to the very end. And uh, aside from that, I want to thank the listeners as usual. Keep spreading the word. Keep sharing the post. Keep giving me feedback. Please, uh, please, please, please give me feedback. If, uh, if you really, really want to help, there's a donate button on my Facebook page, Sweet Jesus Radio Facebook page. Of course, I also take all the payment apps as well so we can get uh, more equipment for video. I want to do more video. And of course, I also have to pay for hosting and, and things like that. So every little bit helps. Or if you know anybody that wants to advertise on the show, that would be dope too. Send them my way. And uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube. I'm really trying to put more video out there right now. I'm just kind of recording with my phone. So subscribe to that page, please, and check out what I have there. I got some really neat clips. I just uploaded the uh, Kristen Apodaca episode, which I recorded a while back, but I finally got it up there. All right. So again, just make sure to subscribe, like, share, follow, feedback, all that good shit. All right. I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Boom. Sweet Jesus
0: Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. I'm your host, Sweet Jesus. Today, we have two guests. Uh, One is a hilarious comedian, stand up comic. I'm not sure what they prefer to be called nowadays. We got Iggy Samaniego in the house. What's up, bro? What up, homies? And we also have his friend, Cam Nichols. An attorney. Attorney Cam Nichols. (laughs) She says, I worked hard for that title. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Attorney Cam Nichols. Objection. That's right. <laughs> Sustained. I object to not having my full title.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. So, to listeners, uh, we put this together just to give you some uh, the backstory. I had been, for the most part, it'll be revolving around uh, Iggy here. But Iggy and Cam also have uh, a, a podcast coming pretty soon of their own. So, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But first and foremost, well, we were supposed to make this happen a long time ago. I even found the conversation like we were talking about earlier. So listeners, I went to uh, Messenger and you know it was easy to scroll up and find uh, the original conversation. I had hit him up. When was this? Man, this is 2015. Damn. According to yeah, the the timestamp here. May 20th, 2015. We went back and forth and but we just didn't make it happen. Now fast forward. I saw you somewhat recently, didn't I? i think so yeah, yeah. Uh, aaron's you remember i bumped into you at aaron's i came up to you i don't know who you were with i forgot i, was... I, I never went
2: to aaron's bar sober man <laughs> i wasn't yeah
0: well, same here i <laughs> was there but i wasn't there yeah. yeah so i was gone too um so yeah that's the last time i saw you but yeah it was it's been about uh four years since the first time which is pretty neat um you know i'm glad we were making it happen man but let's jump into it so Well, first and foremost, uh, let's talk about how, you know, your day, man. How's your day so far? Just uh, nine to five shit or anything else cool?
2: I didn't get fired today, so it was (laughs) a good good day, day. bro. My boss tried, but he couldn't (laughs) give me this time. Chingo.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, so just work. All right, all right. I'm in between jobs at the moment, so. Let me know if uh, if they fire you. Let me see if I can take your place, man. You don't want my job, bro.
2: <laughs> I service and deliver porta potties. You don't want that shit. Oh, really? I try man? to quit, man. I try to quit. I try to everything to get fired, bro. They won't fucking fire me. I set my, my work truck on fire one time. What the heck? Yeah, I did. I'm story have, there. <laughs> I, I might have been high. It might not have been high. But it was an electrical problem that I caused because I put some piece of scrap metal in the work truck which they oh, told me shit. not to do and i did it anyway and the fucking truck caught fire go cool now they're gonna fire me they still didn't fire me <laughs> cool, man. Fire me. no one wants their fucking job there's job security if you want uh, job security it's uh, in that industry yeah man they won't fire you yeah, I'm, I'm
0: down man i need something <laughs> When you, once you got a little record, something on your record there, it's hard to, it's hard to get, get past those background oh, checks. So that's, yeah. what, that's what messes me up. And that's, <laughs> how, I, that's how I knew
2: when, when I applied for this job for servicing <clears throat> and delivering reporter potties. This is when I knew uh, they were kind of fucked up or, or I had them because I go, I didn't want it, man. <clears throat> My sister told me about it, so I, I was doing her a favor by doing the interview. But the dude goes, yeah, you're going to drive a work truck. And I go, oh, right there, stop. I, go, I got two DWIs. He goes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I go, oh, shit. I think he goes, uh, something, something, uh, um, drug, test. Go, uh, drug test. I go, oh, there you got mad. I'm, I'm, I'm not clean. He goes, ah, well, you don't have to take don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
0: sounds like I might have a chance there, man. I might have to, <laughs> we'll have to talk after this. The wiki supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, my, yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> I was going to say something else. Cool, man um aside it's from good. that you
1: stopped there because <laughs> came like that's enough yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: criminating myself like,
1: liability issues <laughs> it's
2: all
0: alleged alleged hi okay cam how about you how's your day so far
1: so far so good i'm coming back from a week on the road and the traveling life of being an attorney and yeah. uh yeah so the, to, when you're in the office after being gone for a while everybody wants to talk to you they want to call you <laughs> and you're like just stop calling me <laughs> yeah you need
0: a couple days to kind of get settled back in and everything where did you go?
1: This last time, I was in Philadelphia, oh, sure. Albuquerque, and oh, yeah, it? that's that's about it for last oh, week.
0: It's crazy. Can you talk about what you're doing, at least on a higher level? Yeah, life?
1: generally speaking, uh, I was doing discovery <laughs> in various cases, so I was actually uh, taking depositions of witnesses, including okay. doctors, um, fact witnesses, people who interacted with the parties to the case. and. Damn trying to catch them in lies early on.
0: <laughs> it's real grown-up stuff right there. Adulting
1: 101. I mean,
0: big-time adulting. In, in Albuquerque... wanting to get fired. I don't have a job.
1: She's over here actually doing real work. Uh,
2: so that's what work. it's like. <laughs> <Right on>. In <laughs> Albuquerque and <Fielding? laughs> Philly. we're going next Detroit, man, all the most know, dangerous the heck, fucking...
1: No. I try to keep it real. Mm. <laughs> Apparently
2: Baltimore's <making> Gangster. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So listeners, I apologize. Um, I'm coming. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. I'm on the last, you know, couple days of it, but you might hear a sniffle here and there. I got the box of tissue here. Um, but OK, cool. So let's start with uh, or let's go into, like I was telling you, uh, your background, man, just so the listeners can get to know you a little bit. You know, are you? I'm assuming you're from El Paso. That,
2: that's what I've been saying my whole life, man. I, I found out when I was around 14 Yeah, that we were actually legal. Cause my mom has told me, uh, cabrón, you, you were born here. Don't, yeah, don't ever say or think otherwise." Even though I, I was being being called way back by like the <laughs> the students, the fucking principal. The principal called me Damn. way back, man. Yeah. What school is this? Oh, for i I'll, I'll call him about Mr. Edwards from Fort Bliss Elementary in <laughs> fucking nineteen ninety one. and it was weird, bro, because I <laughs> I knew some. English, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, we came from Juarez to El Paso when I was three. So I knew some English, but like I knew what the word wet meant and I yeah. knew what back <laughs> But I don't know how that when put yeah. together it was a different thing, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mexican kids were, were calling me racial shit. So I, I know what was going on. I was just a scared little kid, man. But that was Forbless Elementary. That was my, my upbringing. And uh, anyways, my, I grew up here in the borderland, uh, started doing comedy nine years ago. Next month will be nine years, yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. Almost
0: a decade, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it, going back to that that shit, man, of being put down, I I didn't think, I would never thought of, uh, I would do something like this, you yeah, know, like huh? comedy or even public speaking, man. I was always yeah. quiet, shy, because I was yeah. always told, like, you're not shit and fuck you, and you know, yeah. so you, 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 get recruited. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, can- I didn't talk, I have friends still, dude, that don't know the voice, the sound of my voice fuck you never talked yeah yeah. i'm just observing, i guess i don't know so that's
0: what you sound like <laughs> no, but you're, on, you're uh you're right man i was the same man i didn't really come out of my shell till like psh, my early 20s man so, yeah, yeah you know i definitely not for the wetback thing per se but <laughs> <laughs> you got here
2: legally but uh think.
0: but yeah i was just you know a lot of bullying type shit and you know i was kind of short growing up i didn't hit a growth spurt till like my senior year and shit but yeah so i can relate to that man um how about high school, man? How did that go? Or was any? Were you? Uh, did you already learn no more than uh, three words of English by then? <laughs> and
2: it is weird because by, by high school I was uh, when I went to Austin, Austin High School. Oh and, okay. Uh, class of two thousand. What's up? Oh shit. And uh, <laughs> I already had a kid. I was already married. So I had been in a gang and and oh, drugs and street and all that shit. But when I had my kid, I got out at. Uh, had my, my ex-wife got pregnant at sixteen. Oh, shit. So, around that time, I started just me disassociating with all that shit. But it was funny because I was in high school and fuckers go, hey, man, you want to ditch and smoke? I'm like, I can't, I gotta go change my kids' diapers. <laughs> <That kinda laughs> my wife's waiting for me after class. That kind of
0: saved your life a little bit. Yeah, oh, it totally ways, did, right? man.
2: Totally did. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> shit, well, that's a blessing,
2: man. Judges had tried. My mama had tried. Everyone tried, man. <laughs> no one could give me a stop. But when I saw my kid, uh, well, actually, my ex wife had told me I, I, when she got pregnant. hmm. Uh, I go, man, I don't, I don't, I don't have my, my kid have a dad as a junkie or, a, you yeah. know what I mean? A, a gang Prison. member. Yeah. Even worse. Not visit. be there. Yeah.
0: I've had to visit my dad. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that shit was hard, man. That's a lot of, <laughs> uh, life.
2: that's, that's what, uh, I like talking about shit that people kind of don't like talking about. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause Same I, way. I, I got out of the gang, but I still wanted that shit, man. I was addicted to the drilling, of the rush. Yeah. Of a going the somewhere. yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I know I got a, I had to quit it was the right thing to do yeah, but what people don't talk about is you still have that itch like damn my homies are partying or oh, yeah. Yeah, i still want to do that line of coke but i can't i went cold turkey dude i was a crazy motherfucker but i have crazy friends and they told me you were <laughs> you were the crazy one like as far as doing drugs i don't do yeah. anything man fucking dip <laughs> dip uh, socks in gasoline and sniff them <laughs> Idiot, bro. and then smoke a cigarette afterwards like dumb damn. F- damn. yes i did all that shit but but when i made that decision with, with my son when he was gonna be born cold turkey man one day to the next really no, yeah and they would go hey man you want to hit this joint <clears throat> no i'm good what, what do you mean like you just smoked last night but now i don't and i went 17 years clean dude just man. cold turkey yeah
0: that's good man congratulations oh yeah do you have any uh since we're talking about stories any crazy gang
2: stories <laughs> yeah, which one man i like you know what? i like talking <clears throat> about the Even one when I. it's kind of
0: funny maybe i don't know Talk to you
2: i like talking about the one when when i got out because i also on top of comedy man i i do speeches or work with um knuckleheads, man. I'm calling <laughs> knuckleheads, man. They're at risk kids and shit, good kids, but yeah. whatever. They're they're astray for now. But yeah. um, I like telling them the story when I got out because a lot of them don't think it's possible or it's fucking scary. It is scary as shit, man. When I got out, I had to tell my homies, uh, Devil and who's the other one, Scooby. These motherfuckers are one of them actually they go to prison for murder. Oh shit. He he killed a a uh, pedophile dude that was trying to pick up a kid, and he he saw oh, it. He killed him. Well, beat his. I didn't say names, did I? No, we're good. Uh, <laughs> beat him, and the dude ended up dying. But hey, that was justified. Man, that killed this dude's trying to pick up kids in the alley, and my yeah. friend saw him. But anyway, I had to tell those dudes. Uh, uh, I want to get out. And I told him I want to get out. I don't know what comes next, man. I don't know what time it is. Did you get jumped out? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I told him out. I want to get out, and they're bigger than me. I told him I want to get out, and I just went like in a turtle shell oh, position, shit. like waiting for the chingasos. And this interesting part, man, the main dude, which was Devil, said to the other cat, he goes, "We're not going to touch him." Because what do you mean? He wants to get out. We got to beat his ass. He goes, "Nah, he's doing it for the right reasons. We should be doing this shit. No one touches him." Dude, the relief that came over me—I <laughs> like, thought they were going to oh fuck God. me up. This guy was already cracking his knuckles and everything. <laughs> But I like telling that story because I told that to a kid one time in a, a boot camp in a juvenile detention center. Yeah. And he goes, mister, how do you get out? I go, hey, I'm not going to lie to you, little homie. It's going to be scary as hell. And people that, <clears throat> excuse me, dudes that uh, you had shit with when you were gangbanging, they're not going to forget yeah, that they beef. Don't. They don't give a oh, fuck. Out. Leave him alone. <laughs> Keep leaving in God. Right? Leave him alone. Yeah, They don't give a shit. I got in a lot of fights after I got out, as a matter of fact. But and then you don't have the backup anymore because you got out of the no, gang. No, <laughs> you're on your own, buddy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So the moral story, kids, is uh, if you want to get out of gang, get a girl pregnant at
2: 16. There you go.
0: <laughs>
2: Life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <shit. clears throat> Hell yeah. Okay, so then, did you graduate?
2: Yeah, yeah. That was the weird part, man, because um, <clears throat> I got kicked out of every fucking school I went to. Damn, how many you go to? Oh, uh, I, uh, I think six... <clears throat> Maybe seven, holy shit, but I didn't so much know so that many schools, in- yeah, man, so much so that uh, at the end, uh this was right before I uh, made my kid, uh, I was about fifteen, and um fifteen going on sixteen, anyways, we had a meeting with a superintendent, dude, that's how far up it went with the superintendent it was my mom, me, the superintendent, like some uh school district big wigs. Yeah. Dude, they wield in my fucking my my record Holy like shit. in a cart man. It was a files upon files. And the lady said to me the <laughs> superintendent, I'll never forget her name man, Gloria Boyer. I'll call her out too. Uh she said, uh you tried son, we tried. Why don't you just drop out? We call it even, call maybe it you go even? get a job. And she said like that and she had a point. I was actually agreeing with her. Yeah. She wasn't being a dick. I had tried the, the job in evidence- fucking wet back. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and um, <laughs> I looked over, man, and my mom, because I used to translate from mom. Oh, okay. And she would always look at me and ask me, ¿Qué dijo? Oh, uh, what they say? This time she didn't. She just had this beat, look like, I know this is the last straw. Yeah. And I told the lady, you know what? I don't like seeing my mom like this, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's around the time where I started to change. I said, I don't like seeing my mom like this. Give me one more chance, and I'll graduate. Anyways, the lady, so the lady says... I, I believe the tone of your voice, and I believe you'll graduate by 2001, whatever, because I had uh, failed the grade. Okay. So 2001, I'm going to graduate in 2000. Oh, shit. Yeah, I told like that. I'll see you in 2000, man, for my graduation ceremony. <laughs> and I did. I graduated a year earlier. Um, got my shit straight, man. And uh, I, went to, I, I was going to alternative school, so I, I would have... Um, like, steal, <laughs> I will steal teacher's uh, answer key, you know what I mean? The book or get nurses. But I still, I still, it still counts. Uh, yeah, I attended, goddammit. <laughs> it counts, it counts. Uh, oh, I graduated, um, real quick, but I, when I graduated, it was the coolest thing. When I first started alternative school and I was a uh, uh, fuck, like 13, 12, whatever, there was one art teacher. And when I graduated, the same art teacher was there for my graduation at uh, the alternative school. Yeah. Anyways, he told me, and I had my son with me, man. My son was one <laughs> dude straight out. I, had him, I got pictures of my graduation holding my son. And uh, the art teacher says, I remember when you first came in here with Dickie shorts and an attitude and you didn't give a fuck. And he goes, look at you now, man. You look like a UTIP graduate. And it choked me up, man. I had my son with me. and it, it, yeah, You know what I mean? I, I like talking shit up, uh, talking about that type of shit, especially to kids that grew up. Being told you're not the shit. <clears throat> sometimes, man, it, it gets to your head and you start believing it. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why the, a lot of the work I've done with these type of uh, like at-risk youth or whatever. Yeah. A lot of times, it's just giving them a hug makes oh, a yeah. big difference. They've been getting the ass kicked. They've been told they're not shit. You do the opposite of what they've had their whole life. It's almost instant. Sometimes, man, it's weird. I'm, I'm very big on hugs, man.
0: Hmm. I personally don't have kids, but I've dated women. Oh, you're a virgin, kids. right on. I'm, man. Yeah, I'm a
2: virgin.
0: Uh, hey, hold on, Kim does it. Uh, well, I'm I'm a virgin with women, but
2: <laughs> Cam doesn't have kids. They do. I do. I think she's a virgin too, man.
0: It's <laughs> probably true.
2: Cam, uh, like, from where? From where?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm, You know, uh, women that I've dated that have kids. Uh, you know, I would try to just try different things, methods of trying to connect with them and whatnot. If they're misbehaving, uh, you know, I that's not my kid. So I wouldn't yell at them or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say, hey, you know, don't talk to your mom at that. Gym. She, she loves you. She, uh, you know, she's done so much for you. Why would you talk to her? Like, I try to talk to them in a calm voice. But I'd always, even in correction, I'd always end it with a hug.
2: That's yeah. big. You know That's I mean? big, and man.
0: They'd be like, Well surprise?" I go, "Dad, you don't hug like your kid." Because
2: you? <laughs> they, they expect you to be, to be pissed off, yeah, and when and you're go not, go your room. Yeah. It rewires gonna go to your room, motherfucker. But come on, bring it in. <laughs> or bring it in. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give a hug afterwards.
0: Yeah. I mean. And she, you know, some, I hope maybe they took something good out of it. Those girls were, they were all cool, cool moms. But you know, it's just that overlooking that hug, it actually goes a long way. How did you get into that? Because that's not even in my notes, but into the that type of uh, community uh, outreach type of work that you're doing, dude. I, I'm not
2: fucking, I'm not Mother Teresa or none of this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, when I started when it's doing something. it, yeah, when we, when I started doing this more to save myself kind of because i just got a divorce dude i lost everything homie fucking oh, yeah. everything my job well that one i quit because they're about to fire me but be- <laughs> because of the divorce man it, <clears throat> i lost my house i so i started a gangbanger fuck up whatever and then i became a regular civilian i did that yeah. for like 15 16 years dude i work mm-hmm. go home not gangbanging not doing drugs not even hanging out with these cats just, work, just home, work, yeah, work my kids, work my kids. So when I lost that a divorce, I lost the, the house, everything, dude, my cars. All I had was, was a motorcycle and a duffel bag, straight out. Damn. To be yeah. clear,
1: I did not represent him in his divorce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be clear, no one represented me. <laughs> <any. laughs> this bitch just milked me, man. But, um, just like in the
0: movies, just a duffel bag and a damn. It's straight motorcycle. out, man.
2: Like a fucking horror movie shit. <laughs> but, um, and I, and I was doing comedy, but I don't know, man. I, I felt like, Lonely, lost, whatever. Okay. And I remember passing by the, the juvenile detention center. And uh, remember being there. You know, I go, fuck it. I'll go talk to these kids. Maybe yeah. that'll help me, you know, get some good karma going. I don't know, I man. See, yeah. Something just kind of like drove me that way. Yeah. And I'm afraid of rejection, dude. I, <laughs> I, it's weird. I'm very afraid of rejection. And I went and they fucking told me no. <clears throat> <laughs> they told me no. Uh, I don't know. And I, I'm, I was leaving. I go, fuck, man. This is stupid. Why did I even do this to begin with? so stupid yeah (laughs) did you say yourself to be told no idiot again (laughs) that's life and i was about to get on my motorcycle and take off man but i go nah i'm gonna try this again man i'm gonna make this my my thing that i do you know and um a couple years later i i met up with this kid that was actually a drug dealer man he was a small time drug dealer so fucking weed here and there and um he wanted to to do, do promotions and shit like that Anyway, just on the way, I told him, hey, you know what, man? I went to the JPD, talked to these kids. They told me, no, if you could set something up, because you want to be a comedian also. Oh, okay. Well, I'll help you with your comedy shit. You help me with this. Dude, the next day, this guy calls me, uh, the kid, and he goes, I got you a meeting with the chief, Chief Martinez. Oh, shit. I go, for what? He goes, to talk about the thing you want to do. That fast, that quick, man. What I couldn't do, it, six years had passed since oh, the first shit. time I went. Yeah. Yeah. This okay. kid, what I couldn't do in six years, he did it, which I thought was a cool <laughs> story day. because this kid Here's this kid that's a drug dealer, getting me to talk to kids to help them not be what yeah. we, what he was and what I used to be. You know, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, and then from there I've, i spoken like at UTip. I've done speeches at uh, like a teenage drug rehab program type shit. Just it kind of became my life mission, man. Because when I was when I was their age, if you would've told me. That uh, when as an adult I would have a uh, this cool fucking blonde girlfriend doing comedy and all this shit and my ki- all four of my kids do they don't cuss, they don't steal shit yeah. the opposite of me man <laughs> very good kids and if you would have told me this when I was their age I would have told you to fuck off I wouldn't have believed you there's hope for me fuck you you're lying but there is dude there is and that that's why I like comparing that to the to the shovels you know what I mean I know you think everything's fucking going to hell right now then it probably is or it feels that way yeah but. Yeah. but there's a way out, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's always hope. There you go. How, how often do you do
0: it? As far as speaking.
2: It was sporadic, dude, because I almost landed a deal with a JPD, Driven up. um fucking brain damage, dude. I'm not even drunk or high yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brain damage. JPD, goddamn it. Like, yeah. driven out Juvenile Juvenile. <laughs> and I almost had the deal, man. The, I went talk to the chief. It turned out the chief went to high school where I went. That's he true. even had the same like cholo slang. Like, oh, sounds like kid. We were talking like oh, that. Right, in right. this badass office with mahog- mahogany desk and shit. We're talking like homeboys. <laughs> and he says, I like, you're." he goes, you're the real deal. These kids need you. They need someone like this. Because I'm not a counselor going in there telling them, you know what I mean? The shit that I read in the book, you dig? Yeah. Or they've had cops or fucking judges tell them, behave, behave, behave. They've never, they've never had a homeboy tell them. Hey man, Get your head out of your ass and shit. See me snap yeah. out of it in, in their language. You dig? Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so I'm landed that deal, and then I cut a fucking DWI, dude. I'm gonna keep this shit real. I cut a DWI, <laughs> man. It sucks. And this is the funniest part of the story. I cut a DWI from drinks that were bought to me by the sheriff. Oh shit! Trip it. he didn't know I was gonna drive. Neither did I. He just bought me a shot, and then later on another one because he forgot. He bought me the first shot. <laughs> And he bought me the shot. He goes, he runs the JPD, the okay. sheriff's department does. So he goes, I heard what you're trying to do with this department of mine. Congratulations, uh, you're doing good work. Let me buy your shot. Don't take the shot. Later on, he forgot he had bought me one, buys me another one. Anyways, I take off driving man, fucking get pulled over one block away, bro. Damn. We're going one block. I drove one block and got pulled over. And anyways, I deal with uh JPD I was out the window because I had a misdemeanor now. Yeah. So now uh I'll after that, I only do it uh, when someone would hear about me talking to kids, they would invite me, give me to like the Runaway Center or whatever, and I just go speak to them. Okay. But just recently, I started working with a uh, Real Talk uh, Youth Impact Program. Oh, Real Talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm, My, yeah, my homie's
0: involved in that.
2: Oh, uh, which one? Um, Alan. Al- Alan, yeah, that's the homie that got me in, man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, good people, I man. Know you knew him.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's my boy.
2: Yeah, so now we do Shouts that. Shout to Alan, a.k.a. Lobes. Yeah, yeah. A.k.a. Lobes And Jules, too, man, Jules, that, that runs it at... at okay. But with that we do once a month, which I love, man. But uh, I think with with kids like that, situations like that, I would like to work with them like on a weekly basis, man. So I might I might start my own shit, man. Working with these chavos and just give them something other than a scary straight program, man. Yeah. Because I we I went through those and not to be trying to be tough or whatever. Sometimes when we we're not scared, man. We grew up. Yeah, I've already seen motherfuckers get shot. You know day, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you can't scare me by yelling at me. And why would you? We, yeah. we, we, we're trying to escape that, that mentality of yelling at you. or you in shit? Or I could fuck you up? Or I'm scarier than you? Everyone's scary. Everyone's got balls. What about a hug? Let's hug these kids. Yeah. Uh, call them by their name or make eye contact. One time I, I hugged this kid. He almost cried, man. Just because I fucking hugged him. Uh, he was in the uh, boot camp program at GPD. Damn. Just a fucking hug, man. You could tell his parents, his, cat his cat uncle shit. didn't give a fuck. Yeah, straight on. And this cat was tattooed on the face and shit. Damn. Yeah, shaved head, 17. He was actually there for the same charges at the same age that I was when I was there. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. It was interesting because I, I didn't have that. getting me choked up. No more
0: wine, no more wine. <laughs> don't give me any more wine.
2: I uh, <laughs> but it's like, I told the kid, what are you here for? And, and he looked like me when I, when I was there, man. Shaved okay. head, goatee, tattoos, and shit on the neck Damn. and the face, whatever, but... He said, I'm here for breaking the house. I go, Oh shit. I was how old are you? So, told me his age, I go, I was here at the same age as you for the same shit. So and, and I only had a couple minutes ago. Let me just tell you the story of the last house I broke into. And I just started into the story, man. This kid was the hardest-looking cat there. 17, but he already looked like he was ready for prison. Yeah. That, he started crying. And I did too, man. I started crying with the chief in the hallway and shit. But I just told him the story of the last house I broke into. I go. You don't want to be in that position, bro. Because when I was walking out of that house, to hear a shotgun being caught behind you, sh- sh- that... Oh, I felt this in my spine, man. And yeah. I, I remember thinking, this is where I'm going to die. And weirdly enough, I was okay with it because I deserved it, man. I knew I shouldn't have fucking been there.
1: Yeah. So, this, But
2: yeah, I went through it and me telling this, that kid, I, I didn't keep up with this about two years ago. But I guarantee you, man, that kid either got out of that lifestyle or at least thought about. Yeah. Which is something that a uh, judge or a cop away. couldn't have done. You know what I yeah. mean? I had that impact because I was doing the same shit you were doing. And if we're doing the same shit, you might have the same outcome, which is a fucking shotgun getting cocked man. behind you, man. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's from the, the cops? No, the, or the homeowners, man. Oh, Even shit. worse.
2: So those guys. D- d- yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Man. I would tell that story, man. I want to save it for the, <laughs> the counseling, the con podcast I'm doing with Cam Nichols. But no, no, that's no, like no. a little teaser, man. But yeah, that, telling that kid the story of the house, last house I broke into, broke him down. And it broke down a barrier that he might have put up, man. Just the impact of the fucking trueness, yeah. the roundness of that story and shit.
0: Well, I hope, hope you got out of it, man. Shouts, so, shouts to that guy. Hi, man. Well, let's talk about the comedy, man. So did you start pretty young? When did you start? Uh, tell us
2: about the early days of getting into comedy. I, I used to watch comedy and not that I was a fan. I liked, oh, they're saying funny shit and Ooh. I would watch it, but I never would seek it or had favorite comedians or nothing. But one day, my son, my oldest son, which at the time was, I think 10, mm-hmm. my son, Julian. And this little motherfucker comes up to me and goes, hey, dad, uh, not even little. He was taller than me at 10, man. He was <laughs> about my height at 10. This fuck is tall. And he goes, hey, dad, uh, you know who my hero is? Dude, I got out pumped. I'm like, yeah, he's going to tell me. How, how, how here. You know who I mean? He goes, Adam Sandler. Fuck, and I hate Adam Sandler. But I don't, no, nothing personal. I just can't stand the dude. That style that, that's your fucking hero. So I knew uh, Adam Sandler did stand-up. Yeah. So I said, fuck, I'm I told my ex-wife, I'm going to do stand-up, record that shit, and show it to my son. Maybe then he'll think I'm not a square, right? <laughs> dude, I, did, I went if to... The, if the tattoo's all over your body, didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I told him later, fucker. I got a motorcycle, goddamn it. <laughs> Duffel bag. <laughs> And I found a, I saw a poster somewhere that said El Paso underground comedy. And I go, oh, yeah. there's fuckers in El Paso that do comedy and shit yeah, and yeah, underground yeah. and talk shit. I thought they just got up there and roast the people and, which I, I grew up doing, man. Yeah. In the hood, that's all you do is talk shit about someone's shoes. That's my shit, right? Yeah, one dude, one dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, wore the wrong shoe one time. For 10 years after that, he was a wrong shoe <laughs> guy. Wrong so I went up and um, tried it and recorded it. And uh, my, my wife's wife's picking me up from work. She's got the video with her. And my kid's in the back. So I get in the car, man. I look back. My son, Julian, is in the back. Pissed off. Arms crossed and shit. What was wrong with you, man? He don't do that. I, I saw that. You did stand-up comedy. And, and I'm mad. I go, but you weren't impressed. Like, I wanted to impress you. He goes, no, I'm mad because I wanted to do it. Now he can't because you did it. Ah. I felt like an asshole, dude. I felt like the biggest dick.
1: You stole his dream. Yes.
2: And then, <laughs> and, and, but this is the beauty, man. Afterwards. <coughs> When we finally got home, uh, I'm sitting on the edge of my bed, man. Without him, I was bummed out, and fucking with my fucking head on my hands. And this little asshole walks by the the long hallway at the end, and he stops, looks, and he gives me that nod, like, and he laughs, like that was good shit, cause he knew it was funny, man. Okay, he okay, knew it was. Like, right, and right. I think I even talked shit about him on one of my first bits, but, <laughs> but ever since then, man, I, I had no aspiration to do it again. I just want to do it one time for that purpose. Yeah. But I ended up being good at it, and. uh around that same time is when I started uh, getting the divorce so that's the only thing I had to fall back on. That's only the shit that got me off the couch, bro. Six months straight after my divorce and yeah. shit, I used to talk to my kids every night. All this shit, man, that I used to do, no longer there. I was just drinking and depressed as fuck and the, the only thing that got me off the couch was fucking comedy, man and cool. even then, I would go up there and just, I almost, I almost cried one time. You know you on know what fucked them? Yes, because oh, I didn't want to go on stage and I tell this Vato uh, for the open mic, I go, Hey, homie, I'm just here to check it out. I don't want to go on. He goes, uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm, 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 I'm depressed. I don't feel it. He goes, All right, cool, man. He goes on So He goes, Your first comedian, Iggy <laughs> <laughs> Samaniego. <laughs> and I said, have my backpack on, my like three jackets, because I was homeless oh, with shit. a motorcycle in winter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so going other, peeling fucking jacket after jacket. I threw my backpack. I go, fuck this backpack. This is all I have. And I was just ranting. I go, this is all I have, a fucking backpack and a motorcycle, man. I'm like Dory the Explorer and shit. I talk to my backpack motherfuckers. And and, and and in the middle of the rant, I look and everyone was laughing. And I wasn't doing it for a laugh. I was yeah, pissed, I hear, dude. The, I, the look I was giving, the dude that introduced me fucking even though I do not want to. He knew I was pissed. But then it hit me. This, this is what I do with pain. You know what I'm saying? This is my fucking thing. Yeah. And after that, man, I just rode it all the way ever since, man save my since? ass yeah save my ass
0: did you do your first shit with uh el paso underground comedy? yeah yeah that's Shout jerry out to, shit right jerry cars mackerel mm-hmm.
2: that's yeah. motherfucker save my so ass man was, i was pissed off at him but he still saved me
0: is he the one that called you up yeah oh that was him. Yeah, yeah shots to jerry that's to my boy too <laughs> i haven't seen him in forever though
2: yeah man oh uh, we're, we're actually <clears> doing a fucking uh a tour man the Borderland yeah. kings of comedy that's with,
0: part of my uh what i wanted to oh talk all right about all right, as right. Well. but yeah no, don't worry about it he was actually uh you know i mean i've done different things with him but he was he's episode two of my show uh, he's if you go back he's uh, he oh yeah the that's the right second
2: he's, ever guest that i had he's the one that told me about <clears throat> you that's right but yeah. we're beefing at the time but, oh, I, yeah. I, I fought with that fucker like nine times man <laughs> just like a brother we always fighting, yeah, yeah, but we, yeah, yeah. we we always come back and hug it out and shit yeah, always yeah, have yeah. man
0: yeah i had my one of my homies was episode one then i was like i don't want to just have people i know and i was living right there on copper street Right there. Yeah, that was in Copper oh, Central, right on. and then of course Coconuts is right there. Yep. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna go introduce myself to this guy and see what the heck, see if he'll be my second guest. No, this is five years ago, six years ago. I've been doing it for that long, but uh, but yeah, I'll pass underground. I I've tried stand up a handful of times, and the first one was there also.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot of people got touch. started there, man. Yeah. It, you know, it's weird. It right? and <clears throat> it's a. Because I take in El Paso comedians uh, or even myself uh, performing in other cities, man. And you can think, okay. ah, this is just El Paso funny. It's not going to be funny anywhere else. Not that there's local references, but when, like, I'll do a show in California in a fucking theater, sold out theater, and people are laughing, and i open up with, I'm from El Paso. Hey, shit, there's whistling and Chicos Tacos and whatever the fuck, and <laughs> just riffing on that shit, man. But I think a lot of the, the flavor, because El Paso comedians have. The, it's weird, man. They have their own, their own flavor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think part of it is because we start there at Coconut's, a fucking bar one block away from police headquarters. Yeah. And there's still <laughs> stabbings and fucking nightly, man. They don't it's give like a shit. One block
0: away from the
2: damn way. There's dudes doing coke in the parking lot and you look to the left. There's a fucking police <laughs> headsta- headquarters right there. <clears throat>
0: yeah hell yeah No, I mean he kept that going for a long time huh? oh
2: know, dude it was a nightmare well not, not a nightmare Um, at the time it was cause hecklers chola hecklers throwing oh, yeah. shit the comedians man motherfuckers fighting There's a dude that threw a, a tall boy an open tall boy yeah at Jerry, Jerry one time yeah, yeah. yeah and it missed his fucking big ass nose <laughs> no offense Jerry a big ass sniffer <laughs> homie it missed his nose by fucking like an inch. I yeah, saw, I the, saw video. the video.
0: I saw the video because it's Al recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I
2: saw that video on the loop. He <laughs> <laughs> hard, too. Like, fucking... and,
0: and, and he wasn't far. He was like
2: right Don't there. know. Yeah. The, like four feet away through yeah. the top boy. That was close because he snuck that shit in, man. Yeah. They don't even saw fucking high gravity. <laughs> 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 this guy snuck that shit in.
0: Yeah, I remember that shit um, that we talked about. He was on a few episodes, actually. I, I would bring him on as a kind of like a co-host after that first one. But yeah, that's where I've, I've done it a couple of times there. Yeah, my boy. How did you get over the kind of like the stage fright or anything like that? Did you, did you ever have any of that? Because I know we talked earlier about,
2: you know, always being beaten down with verbal abuse and other kinds of abuse. Uh, I think I may, maybe I would have if I would have gone in there like, hey, uh, I want to try comedy because I'm funny and I think I'm cute. I didn't, man. You, what, what happened is I, I worked at Costco at the time. And uh, I, I would make co-workers laugh just a few, the ones that I got along with, but yeah. I was never trying to do material or I'll just be myself and fuckers would laugh or say shit that came to my head. My fuckers would laugh. So when I went to try to, to uh, uh impress my son, which backfired miserably, <laughs> uh, I just went in the attention of that. You know what I'm saying? And it was weird. Cause uh, dude, I went, I, I blacked out. I remember doing it and uh, I wasn't drunk when I did it my first time, but I remember doing it, whatever and just going through the motions. Yeah. And afterwards I had invited my older brother. My older brother will make you laugh. He'll tell you the same, he has been telling uh, at family parties the same joke for fucking 20 years. People still laugh, man. He's entertaining. He's funny as fuck. This is my older brother. I invited him to go co- co- check me out for the first time doing stand-up. And uh, when I got off, I finished, I got off, he goes, hey, carnal. I'm like, fuck, he's going to tell me he sucked, man. The way he said, uh, hey, carnal. What's up, man? He goes, you're pretty fucking funny, man. He goes, I didn't think you were going to be funny, to be honest. I was nervous for you. <laughs> And he says, but I noticed something that maybe someone else didn't. Like, what was that, man? He said, before you went on, there was like four comedians. And the room was packed. Coconuts was packed. Everyone was on coke (laughs) and shit. No one (laughs) gives a fuck? He says, for all the other four comedians, everyone was talking. He goes, when you went up, they listened.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a big deal.
2: And I told him, what did I do? He goes, I don't know. You just went up and you started talking and they shut up and they listened. And in comedy, they'll tell you, man. And it's not fucking bragging at all, dude, because I fucking... I." eating shit many times after that yeah but in comedy most comedians you listen to them do interviews whatever they all say the first time you go on you suck and i didn't i'm not saying i'm, I'm, I'm badass or i'm special yeah. i'm thinking it's because i just went there to impress my son fuck everyone else you know that's probably what saved my ass and yeah
1: your
0: mentality your attitude was a little different than everybody else yeah and and that the reason behind it or what
2: that in years of shit talking back because <laughs> yeah. i was always the youngest the smallest the faggiest <laughs> you know what i mean I always they always picked at me so all i had was words man uh, I got myself out of yes. several ass kickings just by making the other dude laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's kind of why I saw it when I went up. I, I saw it as it's like a battleground. Are oh, you? Because I said I prepared for for a week like a motherfucker, yeah, man, yeah. for my first time doing it. <clears throat> and then when I went up, I go as long as no one heckles me, I'll be okay. I don't know shit about comedy. I just wrote my eight minutes, whatever, and I get it's on stage. Oh, that was a fucking attorney, <clears throat> that's dude. So long. But I go I go on the stage and my first sentence. Uh I go I'm I'm i making it from from O'Paso I'm um, from Central. There's one dude heckles me. My first sentence <laughs> in my fucking biggest nightmare. Fuck Central. <laughs> and he said something, something, and uh tried to heckle me. And I I, I can't remember what he said. My sister's got a video. I should look it up. Oh bro, cool. But I I I shot back real quick, got a big ass laugh, and just kept going. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what compelled me to to, the, to do that. Maybe it's years of Wow, fuck you yeah. fuck me fuck you whatever but i gave him shit and uh, after that i never really thought of it I, I'll, I'll i'll do it. i've done like sold out fucking theaters and shit like that and afterwards i won't say shit like you wait uh yeah. shake hands be wait hey, thanks for coming to a show whatever so most communities are hanging from people hey what's up and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. taking instagram pics and shit i'm the fucking quiet dude not with it. his hands in his pocket and in the side not that i'm shy but you know what i'm saying like it's, just,
0: it's not your style
2: yeah there you go man yeah, yeah, yeah. I know That's how to crazy. turn it off and shit. I guess. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. But yeah. on stage is different, I guess, because yeah, this is
2: years of me being quiet, motherfuckers. Now you guys can okay. hear my voice.
0: <laughs> you would think you'd want hecklers, man, because you're already like you're good at shit talking. Like bring it on, you know what I mean? But it does interrupt your fucks with your flow, of your set, especially if you're barely starting. And once you're a professional like you, I mean, you're you're it's easier. But yeah, it, it's it's fun. I first but did, it, I was like, I hope nobody interrupts me because I'm gonna do it exactly the way I rehearsed it. Three yeah, times. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah verbatim so, yeah, and so if my, anybody says anything that throws me off i'm gonna fucking forget the rest of my shit and I, got, and, I don't, a, and I don't like going up there with my phone or anything like that so
2: i used to go uh, with notes because <clears throat> again the brain damage if i talk like i'm fucked up i'm not man this is brain damage <laughs> i've been fucking hit with fucking rocks Kicking and head, right? locks and socks and fucking <laughs> kicks and sticks motherfucker but uh i used to go with notes sometimes and what i did do that's I like a sheet of paper right yeah. but i folded it in four and on the outside of it, uh, I would draw a dick. Oh, shit. Weird. And then uh, when I needed my notes, I would say, oh, oh, hold on real quick, guys. My my son wrote a poem. Oh, so i right. read it for you guys. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this is. And I would pull it out. And I'm pretending to, to like, I'm going to read a poem that my son, but I had a dick in the back. So people would be laughing while I'm looking at my notes. This, this shit was, uh, or, or I would write, uh, you suck, dad, on the back. So when i will be reading the poem, this shit works so good that Jerry, Jerry Carnes, for about three, four years that I did this, one day he saw the inside of the paper He go, oh, shit, you have notes? Oh, yeah, fuck I thought you knew. <laughs> I thought you were just showing people to dick to be on my money. But it worked, man. And... <laughs> that is fucking smart,
1: dog. Maybe I should try that in court. There you go. Oh, <laughs> shit.
2: You suck, judge. <laughs> <laughs> some guy,
0: uh he actually has a special right now on Netflix. Dion Cole, I think his name is. Dion oh, the Cole. black dude? Yeah. He goes up he has another smaller special it's on Netflix too. It's called standups and it's multiple. Uh, they do like 30 minutes and it's just different. Uh, each episode is a different comic, mm. and he goes up with a paper. I don't know if he, I think he does have actually, actually have notes on there, but he kind of incorporates like to make people laugh. Like if somebody, if, if they laugh harder, sorry, and he's like, like writes, so I, can, I can note, like in other words, keep that one. Oh, so he uses that, it's like a prop, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I bet you he does actually have notes in there, you know? <laughs> but that, that guy's hilarious. Hell oh, yeah, man. So so you've been doing it for nine years. Talk about some of the those bigger gigs, man. Like how did you score them? How did it go? Anything crazy happened backstage? Any stories that came out of it?
2: I'm trying to think of uh, the statute limitations on some of these stories. Oh shit, Yeah,
0: that's why a lot of my stories I can't. Some of my best stories I can't say shit. I have not pre vetted these
2: stories. <laughs> yeah, they gotta be <laughs> I told you about the lady gave me a job in their van and Anna. <clears throat> <I know. laughs> it, it's weird, dude. Because uh, consensual. yeah, uh, <laughs> she came. <laughs> um, shit, that threw me off. All right,
0: <laughs> get your notes.
2: And because. Uh, I just went to a competition yesterday, a competition with a Paso, up and coming El Paso comedians. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. And anyways, man, looking at these cats and a lot of them are homies, a lot of them put in a lot of work and shit. But it got me thinking of when I first kind of started, whatever, and someone, someone would tell me, hey, y'all, you want to do the show? I go, yeah, I'll be there. And then after the after that, I'll ask when and where. Okay. I'm know fucker. Yes, yes, I'll be there. Oh, by the way, where is it? I just Seriously, said C- yes because yes okay. yeah, I was losing everything, man. I had already lost everything. Yeah, and i remember talking to my manager at Costco, dude. I was I was there eleven years, making like forty two thousand a year. Shit, oh, yeah, dude, for pushing shopping carts, man. Damn. People didn't believe me. I used to carry my stuff. What do you do for leaving? I push shopping carts. Oh, that must suck. I go, not really. Check it out. <laughs> I got twenty two dollars an hour, whatever. Yeah, but I started losing all that shit, and I. Just got on a motorcycle. Started doing gigs, man. And uh, I went to um, Corpus Christi one time in the fucking Greyhound. Oh, I lied. I went to McAllen, did a show. And there was not a show the following day. So I went to on um, the Greyhound again from there to Corpus Christi to do an open mic. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, four hours in the fucking Greyhound to do five minutes, Damn. bro. Unpaid. And uh, there I met this dude, Javi Luna. And later on, there was a, the Latin Comedy Jam was hidden big, man. These cats had big names. They had a nice tour going, and a dude bailed out, and that dude, Javi Luna, mentioned my name to them. Okay. So, in essence, I went, I didn't go fucking nine, was it 19 hours total in that Greyhound that one time? Yeah. Not. It, it was not for nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. That cat saw me, he liked me, we came. We became homies, and he threw my name out there, and I got picked up with Alan Kamijan. Nice. Yeah, so that helped me out, man. I, I was doing fucking theaters and casinos and- S- Everything about uh, comedy clubs. But yeah, this was like about five, six years into doing, I know, about four years into doing comedy, man. But yeah, doing those big ones. Yeah. I was that dude. Man. I would yeah. get on my bike, go to do a show in Phoenix. And then from there to Albuquerque and just with my motorcycle, on my motorcycle. fucking, my duffel bag on my lap, bro. <clears throat> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's crazy, dog. Oh yeah, man. Well, can you talk about the, the new project you got going out with your boys, the Borderland Kings, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Borderline. he's a comedy man. Yeah, it <clears throat> says uh Jerry Carnes, Marquello, Omar Tarango, Otis Hicks, and myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who started that? Who can you give us the background? Ah, uh, that's or is it somebody else's story?
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you should have fucking uh Omar on here, man. That guy's the started it. Yeah, yeah. He's the one Just, that got he got <clears throat> approached. He got approached about doing okay. this idea, and he goes, Well, I was trying to do some something similar. But it's hard, man, as a as a comedian, we started doing a uh, become or doing producer work and shit like that yeah. it takes away from your stand-up man oh yeah yeah so what he found he found a financial backer to do the shit the other shit you know what i mean the back back of the scene yeah. whatever stuff Behind and scenes
0: shit yeah the and logistics and all that stuff
2: mm-hmm. and we've all been on the road man jerry's been <clears> on the road to his uh, to his own shows i was with 11 Kami jam and other shows and omar it's actually one of the most booked comedians from El Paso, man. He, he goes on yeah, tour and shit. Man. Yeah, he does clubs and all that. And we just kind of mesh together. And um, I, 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 I like the idea, man, because it's not Mexican. That's what I thought at first. But he goes, no, it's just as borderland. Yeah. Otis is fucking, uh, Otis is black and Puerto yeah. Rican and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the idea, especially now, man. Where they racially divide and people think they should hate <laughs> someone. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. My, my <clears> girlfriend's <throat> parents, my girlfriend's white as hell. Probably even whiter than Cam i think yeah uh, <laughs> <That's pretty white. laughs> you know, man white right as hell and her parents both voted for trump uh the the, the dad has at least three pistols on him all the oh, time shit. he's that type of republican and when i went to meet them nothing but love man don't give a fuck who they that i'm brown that i'm illegal or was illegal <laughs> you know what i mean that they're republicans that they voted for trump we don't give a shit man so we we transcend that, you know what I mean? I like, and Omar was doing a show, and I think he said in Oregon somewhere, man. And he goes, yeah, he did a joke about the the wall, and he goes, I didn't think it was gonna hit, but it hit. So this, I think the country is ready for this type of shit, man. Let's make fun of it or let's fucking b- something, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm done fighting, man. This one, I, and I, don't, I find that interesting about the fucking Republicans, Democrats, and Trump and all this. Shit. The last time I fought someone over colors, <clears throat> you know what I mean. I was a stupid as teenager, man. Yeah. I'm gonna do this as an adult because you like the fucking red cap with white letter. Fuck, I don't give a shit. Wear it, homie. I don't care.
0: I think most. I mean, my in my opinion, at least most of the is probably somewhere in the middle. But you, but you, you hear the stories ah, of what true. makes the news is the far left, far right. You know that's what makes the the headlines. But for the most part, I think. We're all in agreement. If it We're bleeds, it leads. Middle. What is it? Yeah. If hey, it bleeds, exactly. it leads,
2: man. Exactly. And that's what this tour is doing, man. Is it? Look, man, like, I did a show one time in, uh, uh fuck. Something with an F. Fuller to know. Uh, Colorado, man. That's like the last fucking, uh, I remember the name right now. But afterwards, the, uh, and I don't know, it was the owner. They just fuck. I, As a matter of fact, I made fun of the dude. I told him, hey, man, you look like a fucking, uh, uh you're like a, like a, Crackhead Undertaker, the wrestler, whatever. You're like a crackhead Rob Zombie, homie. <clears throat> and this dude comes after my set. And he goes, "You're pretty funny." wet back. pal man, but he said it was mine. He was laughing, and he did say it was funny. So I didn't fuck him up. But that happened. I go, "Oh, there's something interesting here, man," because prior to you listening to me and and the story of fucking immigrants, because I talk about crossing illegally and shit like that, even though I was just a kid, but. It broke some sort of barrier. You dig? Cause he was able to talk to me. I bet you prior to that he would never talk to a Mexican. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. talked to a cat. He bought me a, a lunch. I mean dinner, cause that was his his place. But anyways, it was the, the owner. Yeah, the other guy, the owner, and okay. became cool as fuck. And I don't know, man. I touched one one person. You know what I mean? And... It's i don't new, know new I'm, I'm, I'm getting all fucking mother <laughs> Teresa now oh, i'm gonna change the world and yeah. you watch guys one <laughs> laugh at a time oh <laughs> uh, fuck i have friends that are racist man that they they just it's taught they're raised a certain way but yeah. it's weird they can't fucking hate me you know what yeah. i mean they and i don't do shit I just, i'm just myself but you can see it's hard for them to hate me and eventually it breaks down eventually they go oh they are good people man
0: yeah, I hate Mexicans. What about that? Girl? Ah, it's just Iggy. I don't, I don't think I'm, I am do not Mexican.
2: <laughs> He's an alien, all right, but a different sort of fucking alien.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, you get raised a certain way sometimes, but you know, these kind of opinions get kind of stuck in your mind. Even you know, even though you know it's not right, because you'll have uh, friends that'll be of a race that you were kind of maybe taught to hate. So you know you're not a racist, but you still kind of have those those thoughts because they were your were programmed that way by your parents
2: Damn. or uncles or whatever and they stick to you man like look when i met cam i'll tell you i'll give this example when i met cam i had seen her around a couple of times and i just thought oh it's someone's friend or it's a little like a cool chick but i would have never approached her or talked to her or started a conversation i'm scared of white women dude i am fucking scared because <laughs> growing up i've I got my, my ass chewed out by Teachers or, or yeah. judges. There were white women. The scariest shit, man. Uh, yeah, I know. In, in my school, yes, that, that, that's true. In my
0: school, uh, they were kind of racist, but there was typically the female ones, female <laughs> teachers. We had some male teachers too, but yeah, white female teachers were. Is it uh, t- th- they're they're mean? <laughs> they're mean to well, the Mexican kids.
1: Yes, and I mean, just just generally speaking, women need to be a little bit scary. I uh, trying <laughs> yeah. to think of that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame
0: them. Yeah, I don't blame them. We have
1: to we have to work a little harder at it. Yeah, that's true. I, it's like an interesting thing. When I started practicing law, one of the things that I quickly came to learn was that there's this perception that you are either a bitch or you're a pushover. Oh, okay. And so you have to kind of walk a very fine line. Is that even in between? It, it, no, there's no in between. There is, there is that, there's the scary woman who's going to just eat you up and chew you out and then there's the one who oh you can do whatever you want she's not going to care so you have to very carefully cultivate yeah. what your legal persona is you definitely uh, don't want
0: to be a pushover
1: right and and, yeah, and yeah. yet you know <clears throat> anybody who anybody who thinks that you're a bitch isn't going to take you seriously either so that's that's, that's true, a really too. tough thing that yeah. I think that women in any profession yeah. probably have to contend with and especially in our legal profession we have yeah. to do
0: that a lot women contend with a lot in general because of the patriarchy <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's true though I mean but then you don't want to go too far cuz then the whole world you know your friends or you know people you're around won't like you. if you're too much of a bitch. You want to be assertive is what I say. That's the word I exactly. like.
1: Exactly. And I think I think we <clears throat> use the term bitch a little bit too freely yeah. um, really to mean but assertive know, yeah. and confident women, mm-hmm. which is what we should be proud to be. Yes, absolutely.
0: I agree. Yeah, and yeah. I
1: found too that, that there are so many misconceptions wherever I travel about what life on the border looks like or what the people here are like and it's very gratifying for me to be able to at least in some small part uh, take away some of those disillusions that they have about what life around here actually is like because you know like nobody would think looking at me that I'm from this area at all yeah. and then when I say yeah I I live in El Paso they uh, they say oh really isn't it scary <laughs> no <laughs> the wild
0: wild west not even, they think it's, you're the only white person here <laughs> right they, they think that it's just me surrounded by everyone else one. and, and Got that I'm point. the token
1: um, white person token. that they let stay here. Uh, and, <laughs> and that every day that I am terrified that I might get taken away into the desert and left. <laughs> By, a brown, By a brown person. By a brown person. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that just sounds like a fun Friday night. <laughs> oh, you mean Friday night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs>
2: after errands. There you go.
0: Is that where you guys are mainly go or where you go? Oh, no. I, don't, I avoid the west way? side, <clears> man.
2: <throat> fuck that. I stay in central, bro. Okay, okay. Wonder what you're doing. Well, you there. see, and, and and my it was a misconception that I had that, or it, it, in my head, you know what I mean, about talking to her, approaching her. Yeah. Because when we finally did, I go, "This chick is cool as fuck." Yeah. You know, she's gangster too. I started chugging. I started chugging. All oh, this bros, gangster. But we got to talking, and it 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 dispels whatever. Like I'm sure if she was with her friends, they might have looked at me like, "Hey, don't talk to that guy with the tattoos <laughs> on his neck. What are you doing?" You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, I mean.
2: Meanwhile, we're fucking harmless. We just. Scared of? Uh, I'm trying to think of a big word, but it's not going to come up. <laughs> Preconceived notion. Oh, <laughs> is shit. that big? Is that a big? Yeah. <laughs> the stars came out oh. today.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Well, since we're we've got we've done plenty of time here, let's finish up by talking about y'all's project if that's cool. Yeah, you're yeah, we'll great. We'll let Cam take care of this part since it's been mostly Iggy here.
1: Sure, we're really excited about this project we've got going on. We've been working on it for a while now, but really what we wanted to do is bring together kind of the the criminal past of of someone who has been there and lived the lifestyle of, you know, being, being in a gang, committing petty crime, and also knowing people who committed very serious crimes as well. And having those stories as part of, uh, as part of Iggy's past, and then being able to talk about that. And really it's going to be a lot of him telling me really good mm-hmm. stories, yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with lots of comedy yeah. in there as well oh, in yeah. the mix. And, and then, you know, hopefully I'll be able to talk about some of the legal concepts that come up that i think a lot of people maybe don't understand as much about um, for example you know a lot of people know what a miranda right is we, we hear it every day when mm. we watch law and order on tv you can't yeah. watch a legal show without hearing it yeah. but most people don't realize how recent of a construct that is or kind of the different implications that come about with a miranda right reading or or what it means when it's not effective Okay. So something that I can bring to the table is talking talking about some of those legal issues. And also, I'm a pretty good researcher, so I might be able to find some stories from around the world to uh, to add to the mix as well. Uh, not so much based on my personal experience, although I will throw in some courtroom stories here and yeah, there, yeah. especially where I schooled people. In front yeah, of- yeah, <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's a really good idea.
0: When you guys were telling me, I was like, wow, this is really, it's, it's, uh, like we said, there's, we got the crime podcast out there, but this is a really unique angle,
2: I would say. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. Those are way. the more, most popular genres, like, right? Uh, right. comedy That's and, and, and true fucking crime. True yeah. crime, man. Yeah. We're just meshing them together and yep. putting your twist on it. And, and I haven't, <clears throat> I gotta admit, man, I, I, I got a confession. I didn't <laughs> listen to the, the crime podcast that Cam, at, told that me to was the to first it. thing i told <laughs> her the whole, the whole you gotta listen to you these. Do your homework <laughs> no no this is before the show idea that we had she just told me oh, listen okay, to okay, these I and i go all saying. right and actually i tried I go, "Ah, this fucker's trying to tell me something he missed a, 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 a fact the the host i go nah no criminal would have done that like he took the liberty yeah. of something turned me off that's when i hit <clears> came up with the idea I go fuck that let's make our
0: own yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. you know what, yeah. what i mean we already kind of mesh and um you bring this this balance or whatever. I'm a less modern man. I'm all over the place and shit. But <laughs> uh, she kind of like brings brings it back down. But I don't know, man. I, I like the the potential of this because oh, if you yeah. see us. You let Cam into your home, man. This is the type of person you let me fuck. You would no. buy Girl Scout cookies me. from me. <laughs> oh yeah, I would. Oh shit. And me, you wouldn't. You wouldn't buy a free sample from my ass, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is a real different. But I, I like the, the contrast. Yeah, there, yeah. there you yeah.
2: go the contrast of combining of both worlds, and uh, I feel like like a like a bored housewife or whatever could listen to it, or a fuck a dude that just got paroled after doing a dime for some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, different. Walks Anyone of could life. listen to it. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're going for, man. And we. I don't know. Go ahead, Kim. You,
1: <laughs> I think I think actually that really captures it very well. I think it's something that that a lot of people have a fascination about. What does it look like in the criminal world there if you you're go, yeah. not a part of it, and if you are a part of it? Well, you know, maybe maybe there are some some stories that would help to make you feel like there is a life afterwards as well. Like we were talking about earlier with, with Iggy's history, mm-hmm. there, there is a way out yep. and we don't want to promote crime. We yeah, want, yeah. want it to be a very real conversation though, about what that world is.
2: Yeah, And I it's mean, kind of a redemption also, man, because I wasn't, <clears throat> I broke into houses a shitload of them, bro. I only got caught for one out of more than a dozen. You know what Damn. I mean? And that's because I got greedy and we double-dipped. We had already broken into a house, went back yeah, no. again. Idiots, yeah, yeah. man, got caught. But it's not about bragging. if uh, We have callers or we read a fan mail about uh, someone's story. Yeah. It's not about bragging, man. It's more about redemption because all the houses are broke into, I hid all that shit buried deep inside. No one knew. Yeah. Other than the homies I did it with, no one else knew. my. <clears throat> I think my ex-wife might have known about a couple. My kids didn't know. My family, no one. You know what I mean? But... One day, I, I forgot who I told one of my stories, too, about breaking the house. It, it, it was kind of a relief. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm embarrassed as fuck. Still am of what I did. But it did something, man, to, to I guess, shit it out and yeah. go, ahead. that's not me no more, man. You dig? I, my, my, I used to pass by this house that I broke into. We broke in at three in the fucking afternoon. And the neighbors were broken through the alley. Through the, uh, They had a big ass changing things. But the neighbors were outside the whole time. And we still jumped the fucking fence because we're working on a car. So whenever they started to make noise, boom, we jumped the fence. Army crawled to the window and once we got to the window, there was a, a... Do I got time to... Yeah. All right, man. right. So there's, there's a... Me and me my homie Ace, he's a goofy cholo, man. But I go, all right, man. Like, go, because I'm keeping an eye on the neighbors. All right, go. Get in the fucking house. He opens the window and goes, we can't, fool. I go, what do you mean, can't? We already did this, all this, fucker. We've been here an hour. Army crawled into his window. He goes, why can't we? Ace he go, it's a fucking cat, fool. I go, a fucking <laughs> cat? Punch <laughs> it, bro. And he goes, no, I shook it. And I, that, it was a fat cat and it was like clawing was at us. Yeah, I just fucking kicked that out of the way and, and got in. But And we stole a bunch of shit. From, it was his, actually his ex-girlfriend's house, parent's house that we broke into. Oh, shit. Anyways, when I would pick up my kids from school, I would pass by the fucking house. And I would always get real quiet. No matter if I was talking to my kids, I would get quiet and I would kind of look away. And one of them caught on He's like, dad, how come when we pass by the street, you feel weird? And I never told him what I did, but I go, man, I gotta, cause it, it, it never fucked me. Cause I never did it again. You know, after that last house with the, the shotgun story. Yeah. So it wasn't that it was fucking with my conscience or whatever, but it was there. Anyways, when, when I talked openly about it or even joked about it on, on stage, it was, there was a really a sense of relief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and therapeutic. that's what, it, yeah, there you go, man. <clears throat> And yes.
1: there are, oh sorry. And there are a lot of preconceived notions out there I think just for from those of us in the in the general public about what what crime looks like or what the the mindset is going into a crime like like petty theft or whatever. And I think that he's going to dispel a lot of those. He's going to tell you some things that that you didn't know because I didn't know them yeah. when we started talking about about how c- crimes are committed. It was fascinating. Yeah, that's going to be one of the cool parts
2: it's like making a murder but oh it's so come, making a burglar <laughs>
1: <laughs> as oh, long as you shit. don't actually say making a burger because that's not what we're doing Which
0: bunch of foodies tuning in shit hell yeah man the well we're going to start wrapping up guys anything else you want to say to the listeners Iggy uh, before we wrap up
2: here? yeah 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 man because I, this is big man I was researching like uh, sponsors or whatever f- shit for our, our show which yeah. we got by the way I don't think we've seen the name right the counselor and the con, man. Damn, how how so, cool is that? The so counselor and the con. there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a con no more, but it's, the mentality is there, man. I'll pass my house too. And I go, not that I'm looking or breaking, but I could pass my house. And my girlfriend's seen me do this. I go, all right. There's the entry point. That's where the, the egress. I, I can map it out just by looking at it, man. But uh, where the fuck is it going with this? I'm oh, a- yeah, yeah. So in, re- I'm sorry, in researching <laughs> for this shit, for, for, for sponsors, whatever. Because I, I wanted to get pen pals, man. <laughs> I wanted to get an untapped market And get the fucking Our stories Straight from the source You know what yeah. I'm saying Cats that have been there That, that want to change And uh, share their story Maybe they'll help someone Yeah But I read this article Where it says The risk I'm gonna fuck this word up recidivism. recidivism Yeah Recidivism rate Is significantly lowered For inmates that have uh, Communication with Outside world uh, okay. Pen pal Yeah. So I want to get pen pals Of the show And uh, Help these cats out They help us us out whatever and we we're gonna send them uh five by six pictures of cam
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh, what i was gonna say man if, if, if anyone listened to this shit man if you got uh your tio your homeboy your brother locked up whatever uh, uh I, i'm gonna set a i don't know a page or something where they could write to us man okay. i want to read this shit Figure eventually yeah. Yeah. so we actually
1: have an email address it's counselor oh, and go. con at gmail.com and you can send us stories even now, and we will definitely be looking at those. Um, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're we're getting going on all of those. We'll be on Twitter. Uh, you'll be able to find us across the the various platforms. So we're really looking forward to sharing with folks that way as well. And okay.
2: even send me your, 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 the inmate number, the address of the prison. I'm going to start writing fucking hand, hand, okay. handwritten letters, man, some shit. But we're going to get this going and hopefully help someone, man. Hopefully help yeah. someone and at least pass, pass the time, whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. My, my take on that part of it at least, uh, with, um, you know, kind of helping inmates is, you know, you'll, you'll have people that say like, fuck those guys. They, they're criminals. They deserve what they yeah. But do you want them to be all screwed up when they get out? <laughs> like they ain't going to help nobody. Uh, yep, it might yep. be your house they're breaking into. So we want to help them, uh, you know, get back into society and, and all of that. Uh, cause yeah, most people just want them to keep suffering. And I see where they're coming from, but you might be their next victim, whether it's oh, theft yeah. or murder or whatever. So we actually, it's better to try to help them.
1: Let's give them the best shot we can. Yeah,
0: for our benefit, for you know, society's benefit. Not because we love them so much, per se. And that's just one take on it. But uh, do it
2: for society so we don't have you know, keep having these, these types of crimes going on. You know on. what, I man? And you would think about, I, I, I think most people, regular people, <clears throat> civilians, whatever, go, what the fuck could be funny about crime? A lot of shit, man. Especially because it's embarrassing. You don't want to do it. You probably did because you were poor. You could talk about that yeah. shit, whatever. But there's, there is humor. I, I found humor in the worst fucking. Yeah, okay, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's. And also, if you're the one committing the crimes, it, it, at that in the moment, it's not funny. But you know, later on, ten years later, five years later, it's like, yeah, that shit was like dumb, or something happened that's funny because it's already. A lot of time passed, so you can kind of laugh, look back, and laugh at it, dude. Like, I remember getting caught, you know, for shoplifting, and the way the whole—I'm not gonna tell oh, the story the now, but like, just this, yeah, I was like, we had some girls with us. We're trying to be cool, and <laughs> now and I and I've been—I got away with it for years, and then after I got caught, I never—I didn't do it again. But you know, it was funny because like we had our little fan club of girls and we're drinking in the, in the mall and, and boom, <laughs> the catch us and it's like, I'm in handcuffs and the oh, girls just like... The one time you
2: had chase with you, you get caught
0: Yeah, and it really was the, the one time. Finally got some fans. You know uh,
2: what, and I'll save the story of the first house I broke into, but uh, I'll tell you, I was, I don't know, man, like seven or eight and I broke into my neighbor's house to see this Game Boy. Okay. <clears throat> and they were white and they're, they're at this point, I've been shitting on by, no offense, Cam, but white people at the time, they, they racist, they were sh- And in uh, all... Hispanic neighborhood, a white family moves in. And I see the fucker with a Game Boy. I'm gonna steal that shit, man. <laughs> anyway, the, the, the funny part of the story is how I got caught because I went into the restroom. Yeah, and boom, get, went in, grabbed this Game Boy, got out. And the mom, the dude's mom, the kid's mom that I stole a Game Boy from, came and uh, they're managers of the apartments. Anyway, she came knocking and I hit, hit the Game Boy. And here's the lady I asked my mom in English because my mom didn't speak English. She says, uh, Can I see your son's shoes? I'm like, why the fuck are my shoes? Why didn't you steal any shoes? And when I went and I showed my shoes, he goes, yeah, that's the footprints on my bathtub. He stole the Game Boy. Fuck! <laughs> Dude, after that, every time we broke into the house and went into the restroom, I always split my legs and stepped on the side of the bathtub because of that shit, man. Because when I was eight years old.
0: <laughs> it she was smart to look into the oh, damn footprint.
2: She helped me not get caught in a lot of the house <laughs> inadvertently. Taught you a new trick inadvertently. Hell Yeah.
0: Any uh, how about you, Cam? Anything else you want to want the listeners to or say to the listeners or just in general, any shout outs, thank yous, goodbyes from both of you? Plugs, any other plugs?
1: No, no, no real like plugs or anything else. But I will say that I think we're we're both very thankful for uh, the the comedy community that's really been growing so much here and that has been supportive of both of us and all the other folks coming up in both the podcast and the stand up world i think it's a great way for us to share ideas across a really uh, wide listenership so i think we're very grateful for that and glad to be a part of it
0: hell yeah hell yeah all righty well from me a big shout out to all the listeners keep supporting uh keep spreading the word uh you know if you if you'll like something or if you like what you hear please give me feedback through comments through the inbox email, whatever you want, uh, text message. Uh, you know, let me know what you think about uh, any episode or just the show in general, Iggy.
2: No, but real quick, I almost forgot because uh, uh, I told my mom I was going to be on Sweet Jesus Radio. <laughs> it's like, oh, to <laughs> me, amigo. I said, oh, you find finally converting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, like,
0: because I have shirts, right, that I wear with my logo on them, and it's my face. It's like from here down, uh, just my beard. Oh, yeah, shirt on my face. One, yeah. yeah, so the... The uh, people, older people see it and they think it's like Christ and it says Jesus radio on it. So I have to like lie. I feel bad. I go, Yeah, yeah, it's a, a Christian-based radio show. Yeah, yeah. We're we'll
2: taking take a picture with you, bro. Uh, uh, drinking wine. I'm going to send it to my mom. I was drinking wine with Jesus, mom. Check it out. There used to be water in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, thanks for having us on um, for yeah. real,
2: man. And uh, oh, real quick. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Cam didn't want me to talk about this, but she redu- anyway. reluctantly. Right?
1: <laughs> this is Against the fucking- advice of counsel. No, I don't know.
2: I'm hard headed. I don't listen well. A
1: lawyer. <laughs>
2: she did not want to start a social media, man. So start a fucking social media. She want to. Anyway, I finally got her to uh, start one. But we need followers uh, for her because she said I, I got her to do the side deal. If she gets a hundred, what, whatever girl, on hundred in a week, a hundred in a week followers, she'll uh-huh. post because she don't have pictures of herself. She don't want to do oh, that. She'll go. Okay. So yeah, I kind of pinned her in the corner. So I need you guys' help to have. Get her to put pictures of herself, her actual self, on on Cam Nichols' Which Facebook, goddammit. Oh, it's on Facebook?
0: Yes. It is okay. on Facebook. And it's under Cam Nichols with a K.
1: With a K. Cam okay. with a K. Cam Nichols.
0: Wham, bam, you thank go. you, Cam. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> name <of> my Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Remind me to take, let's take a picture once I'm done setting up for the, for the thumbnail. Right on, brother. But yeah, okay. Okay, uh, listeners, once again, and, you know, like I said, thank you and keep sharing, keep spreading the word. That's how we keep it going. Check out the podcast that i produce is called fake lashes real feelings my homegirl gloria uh, she does that when she owns bomb beauty products so support that as well a local business it's a makeup store for you ladies and with that said this is sweet jesus radio thank you
2: for playing sweet jesus radio